1: Still, all the time in the world. Just under eight minutes. Revolt, third man up. Opportunity for ball head down, dive out. Couldn't control it. Revolt out of the congestion. It runs on and on, and oh. touch Maxwell tracking it back, touching it right on the chalk. Watch it again for a moment. It looks gone. He does brilliantly. What about the ball Nick of Nick Nick down down. indeed. nicks all round. We both kicked it. Maxwell got back.
0: Now, Poppy, I've had a couple of people ask me recently mm-hmm. that a few weeks ago when we had Blair on the line, I made a wrong statement about somebody smothering a ball or yep. maybe touching I should have used the word touching it on the line, yep. saying Nick Maxwell instead of Heath Shaw. But I was talking about the audio that we just heard there yes. from the drawn grand final when Nick Maxwell pretty much saved the game. They were about... Eight minutes left, scores were 61-60 in Collingwood's favour Mm -hmm. and he did probably one of the most um, underappreciated acts because not many people really speak about it in in grand final history saving that game and I just wanted to play that to let everybody know that I knew what I was talking about.
1: Yeah, look I just wonder if you weren't a Collingwood supporter whether we actually would have brought that up at all. Wow. Because we tend to play a lot of Collingwood highlights on this show, I've noticed over the...
0: Collingwood have a great uh, affiliation with Gippsland. <laughs>
1: yeah, they do. <laughs> what can I say? And this bloke is one of them. Uh, 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 the thing you've probably got to learn is daylight savings mm. hasn't finished as yet. Now, I understand that you told Blair you would be giving him a call at 9.40. Yeah, yeah I was off with the fairies. Jared Blair joins us now. Hey, Blair, how are you going?
2: Good morning, boys.
1: How are we going? Yeah, good. We're just teaching uh, Sam that the big hand needs to be uh, on the 8 and the small hand just past the 9 rather than what we've called you. We've called you at 10.40 where I think maybe you were expecting a call at 9.40, oh, so sorry, apologies. Larry.
2: <laughs> well, it's lucky you actually got it wrong, Sam, because if it was 9.40, I was nowhere near my phone and I'd, I'd completely forgot. <laughs> it, was, it was lucky I just got back to my phone now and had six missed calls and jumped on just in time. So. <laughs> oh, you all by, all blinks, by design, by I looks at it. Yeah, I think it, so. Exactly
1: right. Hey, we haven't spoken to you since you since you got married a couple of weeks ago. We had Beau Vernon on the line, and to talk about um, talk about some weather conditions you had to contend with. I hear. How, how did the wedding day go?
2: Yeah, it was a good day. Um, I think the top of the five hours of rain had in three or four weeks. Was all just around wedding time, so um, <laughs> all our best laid plans got thrown, thrown up in the air last minute. But um, yeah, it all turned out well, and. The Everyone involved, we sort of had to shuffle things around and squeeze everyone into the marquee, but, um, yeah, all went well and we had a great day.
0: Which of the uh, former Collingwood teammates played up most, Blairy?
2: Yeah. I actually was chatting to a few boys last night and there was a bit of a, a, bit of a mention that Ben Reid was actually painful, they said. <laughs> trying to avoid him during speeches, all that sort of carry-on. So uh wasn't his best night, really, I don't think. No,
1: no. We, we we caught up with Aussie Jones uh, uh, earlier in the show. He's a great chat and he's obviously a great bloke and he was very complimentary of yourself, Blair, as uh, as a player and thought it was obvious when he was coaching you that you were going to go on to bigger and better things. Can you recall uh, Aussie as a coach?
2: Yeah, I, I definitely... Um, I sort of... I, I reflect a little bit on my time with Aussie as just one of those lucky moments. You know, I think... Um, I was in an event last night and we sort of got talking and it was... The discussion ended up saying, look, you sometimes you just get lucky. You know, a really good player might land at a certain club at the wrong time in their history and next thing you know, you've played 10 games and you're out the door and your career's all over. Um, yeah. And my, my sort of thoughts with Ozzy are, you know, I was lucky that I um, only had 12 months with him, but he was he was really influential for me and he was a great coach and he was, he was fun and he was positive and he pushed all us guys. Um... And to, to be honest, I potentially don't get drafted or rookie listed without the support of, you know, Aussie Jones and Pete Francis. And they were really um, supportive of me and probably pushed my case pretty hard when you know, there wasn't a lot of interest around. Um, and I think too, you do, like a lot of the time, you do need to make, make noise to actually get yourself recognised a little bit. And I was lucky because, you know, a lot of kids don't make noise about themselves. I was lucky that I had the support of Aussie of and Pete Francis to probably get me over the line in the end. Yeah.
1: yeah it's interesting isn't it Uh, so so in your situation uh uh, when you're coaching one thaggy and you probably want to make a case for one of your players to go on to bigger and better things but you also want them to be part of your side (laughs) because you're trying to win a a grand final did you have you have you been confronted with that dilemma at
2: all uh not so much to this point i mean we only got the 10 or 11 games in and yeah. You know, say a VFL program was even more disrupted than us last year. Um, but I really, I, I think, you know, I can see that fork in the road coming. We've got some pretty good talent there. Um, and, you know, our, our whole mentality and ethos is that we want to develop these kids to go on to bigger and better things. Um, yep. and in the meantime, you just hope that the stars align and um, you can pitch a couple of premierships in the meantime. But, you know, it is one of those ones you go, well, let's push these kids to go try their luck at VFL and... If they go well at VFL, maybe they're putting their hand up for the next level again. Um, and then you hope just in time that they do come back and you you know you get a bit of reward out of pushing forward to that level because they come back. You know, Obviously, you spend one pre-season in the VFL program, you're going to come back a fitter, stronger, better player. So yeah. I think the rewards are there. It just might be more long-term and um, can't get too caught up in the, in the short-sightedness of just trying to win week
0: to week. It's a bigger plan to push towards. And just going back to 2008, the year that you were coached by Aussie Jones, Blair, you, you won the Moorish medal, which for those who don't know is the league yeah. best and fairest in the TAC Cup. What Were you expecting, to were you, did you think that you'd be towards the top on vote count night, mate, or was, did it come as a bit of a surprise? Uh,
2: I, was,
0: yeah, I was pretty surprised.
2: Uh, you sort of just going about your business week to week, and you know, I don't think whilst you're playing good footy to try and get drafted, no one's there playing to try and Win themselves a league B and F, and we will just sort of on trying to get a kick um, and getting the best out of ourselves. And yeah, I mean, it was a great night, and I'm really proud to have, to have won that. Um, it's, got, it's an interesting award too, because it's like a period of time there, you, there's, there's a lot of good players taken out of the competition. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, you know, you've got to try and be consistent, play good footy when you can. And I only missed one or two games this is big, big country. I didn't play the whole carnival, so. Um, that probably helped me a little bit, but yeah, it was, yeah, pretty proud of it.
0: And just getting, getting to, uh, one thaggy in their preparations now, Larry, you had an intra-club practice match on Thursday night, I believe. How did, how did that go? And, and who were some of the names that impressed you? Uh, yeah, it went well, sweater. Uh, it was just good to have a run around, actually. It was good to
2: have a bit of competitive footy. We, we discussed, you know, you can train all you like until you sort of get into that match him stuff. Um, we really don't know where we're at. and It was good to see a few boys run around. And um, Yeah, I think a couple of young kids are really sort of pushing their case. We've, you know, young Jai Gilmore's had a great pre-season. Um, you know, he's a top-quality kid, too, and it's been really encouraging to see the sort of work he's, he's put in. Um, committed every night. I don't think he's missed a session. Uh, he won our, our reserves best and fairest last year and played some really solid footy, and pretty excited to see where he can get through this year. He, he deserves a decent crack at it I think just from the work he's done over the summer and he's a pretty talented individual so joy um, played pretty well. Um, the, the the usuals were pretty good. Um, my brother was pretty solid. We've sort of been razzing him up a little bit. He got a little bit um, comfortable over the summer and maybe got a, little, a little heavier than, he, than he'd than he like but he's, he's back in Rip and Nick now and he's putting in the hard yards. So that it was good to see him go around. Um, yeah, it was, it was all pretty encouraging. Tom, Tom Huther was moving well, having a bit of a jump in the ruck. So it was good to see too.
1: I, um, I caught up with the president of the Sale Footy Club just yesterday. Uh, we're doing a little video down there at the Greyhound Club and we got chatting about football and you've obviously got those guys first up. Um, they're really looking forward to the contest because they feel as though with you in the first round and Lee and Gather in the second round, they're going to know exactly where they are after two weeks of football but I, I, I get the feeling they're going to be ready to go and I guess you're going to be yeah. you're going to be in the same boat
2: yeah I'd like to think we'll be right there with them yeah but it'll be a um, no doubt be a cracking game and it'll be good to like the Sailor boys are saying kick the year off with a really strong match um, it seemed like that game was a little bit cursed last year I think we were mm-hmm. scheduled to play each other three times and I reckon the last time there was all called off on the Friday night due to COVID so it'll be good to get out there and um, see what the sailboards he got I know, they've got some really quality players and I was with Shannon Lang um, for a season at Port Melbourne there and I think I reckon I would have, I personally thought he was probably the best player in the competition that year, he was, he'd get tagged every week and have 30 plus and kick goals so um, looking forward to seeing what sort of footy Shag is playing, hopefully not to that level like he was at the VFL for our state but uh, should be a good contest no doubt yeah.
1: Yeah, and and I reckon that you know, a, a round one contest like that is sort of the, uh, the 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 reason why people can work hard and should work hard in anticipation of what's going to be, you know, a, a great first up game.
2: Yeah, I, I think um, we've had a conversation with you few about our, our boys. It's you sometimes lose sight of of why we're doing it, you know, because it's been it feels like really we've done four or five pre seasons to. 11 games of footy, um, and they don't probably not having lost sight, but you sort of forget how, how good the reward is and how good rocking up on a Saturday is and and getting a good win or in in a tight contest or, you know, you don't always get, get the result, but, um, the fact that you can throw it all out there and see how you go is the reward for the work you do during the week. So I reckon the boys with practice matches for us only a couple of weeks away against, um, Play Croydon. I think the reward there is going to be there for them. Uh, yes, especially a few of these younger guys who are really invested uh, and are keen to play some good senior footy. They're going to get an opportunity to throw their happening, and should be good. Yeah,
1: yeah, it'll be fantastic. As much as you're looking forward to play, we're looking forward to watching you play because that's all we do these days. But it's uh, it's it's uh, it's creeping up on us pretty quickly, Blurry, So we we can't wait, mate. So hey, listen, well done. Thanks for uh, taking the call this morning, uh, albeit. At the wrong time, which turned out to be the right time. <laughs> yeah, I've been sitting by the
2: phone for an hour, sweater.
1: <laughs> good on you, Blairy. Good on good you, on. mate. Thanks. Jared Blair there, the coach of 1 30, uh your ex-Collingwood superstar and uh, all-round good bloke. Uh, love chatting to him on a, a regular basis as we do.